Welcome to Bayou Business Download, a podcast from the Greater Houston Partnership where we dive into the data and analytics influencing the region's economy. Today is Friday, February 5th. I'm your host, AJ Mistretta, and I'm joined once again by Patrick Jankowski, Senior Vice President of Research at the Partnership. In this episode, we're going to be talking about gross domestic product or GDP. What is it and what do the latest figures on Houston's GDP tell us about the trajectory of a local economy? Patrick, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Jay, it's good to be talking to you again. And, and, and thanks for everybody who's been listening to these. I, I appreciate your support and hopefully we're providing you some, some good information. Absolutely. I, I, we do appreciate our audience. It has been growing over the last year. So uh, please uh, continue to tune in and tell your friends. So Patrick, uh, what is gross domestic product and why should our listeners actually care about it? It's a, it's a big number. It's a big term that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, gross domestic product in the most simplest sense, it's the most comprehensive measure we have of economic activity in, in a region or a state or, or a nation. Most people get referred to as a nation. Now, you hear about when people say, well, China's about to overtake the US. You know, that's a data point. That's GDP, gross domestic product that they're talking about. It's a, it's a measure of the economy. And by the way, China's not about to take overtake the US. It's, it's a myth out there, but that's a whole nother program. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the GDP, the gross domestic product, it, it's like it's the estimate of the value of all goods and all services that are produced in an area. And it's great because we can use it to examine the growth of an economy. We can use it to examine the size of an economy. We can use it to compare Houston's growth to growth of other metropolitan areas, or we can use it to compare the size of Houston's economy to the size of other metropolitan economies. Awesome. So let's dig into the data then. What are the latest GDP figures for Houston? Okay. I need to let you know that there's always a lag with data. That's kind of the bane of economists. We wish we had things real time. The data that was released recently was actually for calendar 2019. We won't have data for 2020, actually for another year now. The data comes out late, uh, late December, early January. But the data that we have for 2019 showed that Houston's economy was $512.2 billion. Now you may laugh, well, why, why do I need to go for that 0.2? Well, when you say 0.2 billion dollars, that's 200 million dollars, and you know, in, in, in my wallet and your wallet, 200 million dollars is a, is, a, is a lot of money. So I just want to make sure <laughs> that gets in there. Another way to look at that, when I say 512 billion dollars, that's like saying Houston's economy is a half trillion dollar economy. Mm. Once again, that's 2019. We don't have 2020 data yet, but think about it. So we will know how where Houston was at the tail end of the longest expansion in U.S. history, at the last big growth spurt before we had this impact of the COVID-19 virus. And so when we get the data for 2020, which we will, you and I will be talking about a year from now, we'll be able to take where we were at the last hurrah of the, the longest expansion to where we were last year and do some comparison and find out just how severe the pandemic was as far as overall economic activity. Right. So really what we're talking about is a baseline that will, uh, as you said, give us, give us a sense of how we fared at the, at the end of that, that uh, long run, that long buildup, but also tell us how the pandemic affected our growth trajectory over time. Yeah, because we have some idea how it's affected employment. And, and that's, that's a really good measure. I always talk about employment such a great measure because either you have a job or you want a job or you lost a job. Everybody identifies with employment. It's a little bit more difficult identifying with gross domestic product. But if you think about it as just the broadest measure of Houston's economy, that's why it's so good. And that's why we'll be able to see just, we'll be able to come up with that one single number that tells us just how severe the pandemic was. 
but that's a year away. Now we simply know how big Houston's economy was prior to the pandemic. Did anything actually surprise you about the numbers? Yeah, actually, actually, I was presently surprised. One of the things, in spite of the challenges Houston has had in the last decade, if you think about Harvey and the fracking bust and the other issues, the economy grew from 2010 to 2019. The data, when they released the data, they released some historical data as well. Adjusted for inflation, Houston's economy is 25% larger now than it was at the start of the decade. And that's even with the horrible downturn that we had with the fracking bust. Hmm. You know, GDP, we can look at the data, GDP slipped a little bit for Houston in 16 and 17. But by 2018, we'd recovered everything we lost in the fracking downturn and everything we lost in Harvey. And even adjusted for inflation, we've recovered that. And any way you look at it, whether you're looking at current dollars or whether you look at constant dollars, you know, adjusted for inflation, Houston's economy is bigger now than it ever has been before. In 2019, when I say bigger now, I mean 2019. 2019 right. was the highest point on record for Houston's economy. Got it. And so, you know, when we think about our place and the broader environment, the broader scheme of things, how does Houston's GDP compare to that of other metros? Well, that's what's nice. What BEA, Bureau of Economic Analysis, that's the organization from the government that puts out the data. They do it for every metropolitan and micropolitan area in the U.S. And the data shows that Houston ranks seventh overall. We have the seventh largest economy in the U.S. Should be any surprise to anybody that New York is number one. They're a $1.8 trillion economy. Mm. followed by Los Angeles, Chicago, San Francisco, Washington, DFW, our neighbor to the north, and then Houston. You know, DFW is sixth, Houston is seventh. But when you talk about ranks, another thing I was, when you asked me earlier about surprise is Dallas is not that much bigger than Houston. Mm. I mean, Houston's economy is 512 billion. Dallas is only 523 billion. So if somehow we could have picked up an extra 11 or $12 billion in our economy in 2019, we would have been bigger than Dallas. Patrick, it, just out of curiosity, has that gap between Dallas and Houston narrowed over the last 10 years? Yes, it has. It has narrowed slightly. Part of what you see is different rates of growth. And part of it is BEA having a better understanding of just what took place in the economy. Every year they issued the numbers, they revise them. And sometimes they overestimate, which was, I think, the case in Dallas. And other times they underestimate, which is what was happening in Houston. And that's one of the reasons why that, that gap has narrowed. Thanks, Patrick. We'll get right back to the conversation. But first, I'd like to acknowledge our sponsor. Bayou Business Download is made possible by PNC Bank, which is proud to support the Greater Houston Partnership. PNC believes that giving back to their customers, their employees, and our community is the right thing to do. Visit pnc.com slash about us to learn more. The PNC Financial Services Group, Inc., all rights reserved. Patrick, anything in the other metros data that actually surprised you? You went through some of the, the, those that are ahead of us. Um, what, what might have surprised you about some of the other places around the, around the country? Well, one of the things I want to let you know, we have seen a shifting among places and rankings. Now, you know, there are over 300 metropolitan areas. I didn't look at all 300 metropolitan areas. I looked at the top 10. I looked at the peers for Houston. And what's interesting, if you look at this over the last five years from 2014 to 2019, there is no shifting in the ranks between one, two, and three. It's, it's still New York. It's still LA. It's still Chicago. But we did see some shifting otherwise. And one of the things that we've seen is that, that we've seen that Atlanta has fallen off the list of the top 10. Mm. Atlanta is now number 11. And what we've seen is Seattle, which was number 11, is now number 10. So Seattle is now one of the 10 largest economies. 
that's one thing that, that's interesting. Now, Houston, we were, we used to be the fifth ranked economy. We slipped to seventh. That's because our rate of growth was a lot slower because of the problems that everyone who, who lives in Houston knows about with the podcast. But the other thing, if you look at it, Houston's growth rate hasn't been that bad compared to the other metropolitan areas. I mean, the fastest growth rate out there has been Seattle's, mm. which is why they rose from number 11 to number 10. Now, Seattle, uh, over that five-year period from 2014 to 2019, they grew 31% in their economy. Houston, we only grew about 10.5%. So mm. Seattle grew a lot faster. Of course, Seattle's growing from a smaller base. We're still significantly larger than Seattle. If you're worried about Seattle catching up to us, I wouldn't worry too much because Seattle's economy is 424 billion. Ours is 512. You know, Seattle's going to have to to add another $100 billion to even catch up with us. And that's assuming Houston doesn't grow anymore. The biggest thing is this shifting of Atlanta falling off, Seattle moving on. Not much movement among the top three. And so out of curiosity, do you have any understanding of what's really driving Seattle's significant growth over the last five years? Well, if you look at the, the metros that have had really significant growth, uh, the ones that rank in the top, the, the top 10, the ones that had the fastest rate of growth have been Seattle, have been San Francisco, Dallas, and Boston. You're looking at places which are very much focused on high tech, mm. on innovation, on, on life sciences and areas like that. And so they have benefited from this tech boom that we've seen over the last decade, which is another reason why we really need to be focusing. And we are focusing now in Houston on trying to grow the innovation sector side of our economy and, and work in these, this, what we refer to as energy 2.0, the next transition. So if there's a big takeaway from that is if we're going to, if Houston's going to continue to grow, we're going to have to look for new areas to grow. Areas sort of like Seattle and, and San Francisco and Boston have had these, these technology and innovation areas. Yeah, that was a big focus uh, for our incoming chair, 2021 chair, Amy Cronus. Talk about how Houston can really, or must really uh, focus on technology, digital innovation, this transition that we've been touching on a little bit. If we're going to compete in the global market, if we're going to compete among major global cities, we have to be engaged on this front. And we have been, we have been in the last few years and we've seen tremendous, you know, advancement in this space, but we have to keep it going because we can't rely on things like traditional oil and gas and other sectors that have really dug us out of a hole. There, there are two ways to look at this. One is both, one is the negative way and the other is a positive way. And the negative is to look at our key industry and that's oil and gas. Oil and gas employment will never return to the levels it was in the middle of the decade. We have lost over 90,000 upstream energy jobs and those jobs just aren't coming back. The other is there's a survey the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas did of oil executives in the southwestern U.S. and asked them if they thought energy production has peaked in the U.S. And two-thirds of them said that energy production has peaked. So oil and gas is not only not a growth industry, if anything, it'll be a drag on Houston's economy. It'll it'll, it'll always be here, but it's not going to play the growth role. And so we do have to look to these new areas. What we're looking at is we're in the fourth stage of the industrial revolution. And that's the innovation. That's the technology. That's the information age. If we are going to still be relevant in the world, we have to be providing products and services in this fourth generation of the industrial revolution. Part of that will be what everyone thinks of is is software, but part of it is going to deal with how we more efficiently use energy or how we understand energy and the innovation there. Part of it is going to be life sciences, not just healthcare, but, but the whole gamut of life sciences. 
and that's going to be the digital analytics involved with understanding what's going on with the body. And part of it's going to be new medicines and new procedures and new medical devices. On all areas which have great growth potential, but in Houston, they're at their very nascent stages. And we are going to see some payoffs for those, but the payoffs aren't going to occur in the next year or two. Those payoffs are going to be four or five years down the road where we start to see some significant impacts. Houston was not the energy always the energy capital of the world. At one time, we were just a port shipping cotton. And there were some blacksmiths that started making stuff for the oil and gas industry. And, and then, and that was the sort of, that's what was the, the very early stages of what became the energy capital of the world, the, the blacksmiths making oil field equipment. So it's the same, going to be the same sort of thing with our innovation economy and the same sort of thing with our life sciences economy. And the same sort of thing as we develop our logistics and trading hub that we're working on. Awesome. So we've been talking about these numbers and how they really reflect the end of 2019, kind of where we were. When you look at these numbers, look at the trajectory overall, what do you think we're going to see for Metro GDP data for 2020? How will the, how will the dynamics change? We will most likely see a smaller GDP for 2020. There's no way to get around that, but Houston's not going to be unique. Every metropolitan area is likely going to see their GDP shrinking. If you look at the U.S. as a whole, we're finished up with our GDP about 4% smaller than we started the year at. And so that's going to play out across almost every metropolitan area. There may be a few, but the vast majority are going to see smaller metropolitan GDPs, especially in Houston because of the hit that oil and gas took. Now, what we saw that even when you see a downturn, we recover fairly quickly. We saw a, a drop off. We saw GDP slip in 16 and 17 in Houston. But by 2018, we were back above where we were prior to the downturn associated with the fracking bust and, and Harvey. And so it, we, it'll take us maybe a year to get back. 2020 will likely come in as a lower number. 2021 will come in as a higher number. Got it. One of the things we haven't discussed, and we can hold this for a later program, is what shares of GDP are out there because they do publish it by industry, whether it's oil and gas or manufacturing or services and so forth. What we will likely see, because we've seen this over the last three years, is that the energy sector shrink in its contribution to GDP and the other sectors expand. That's a given. That's something I, I if I were a betting man, I'd bet money on that. Uh, any final comments on this topic? I want to leave everybody with a bright spot, a gee whiz. You know, we always like to brag about Houston and how big Houston is. And uh, I'm a native Houstonian and, and it was... I think my mom probably over the crib was telling me stories about how great Houston is because it's, uh, <laughs> it's quite, quite mother's milk. Maybe it's mother's brainwashing. But I just want to let you know when, when I say Houston's economy is a $512 billion economy, it's the seventh largest in the U.S. Let's take that one step further. If you think about Houston, if Houston was a, an independent nation. Okay. Sometimes that sounds like such a good idea to me for Houston. To be <laughs> uh, Houston would have the 25th largest economy in the world. We would be just ahead of Thailand and just behind Sweden. Like I said, sometimes I think it's a good idea, but I, I, I don't know. Then I'd probably have to get a passport to visit my daughter in Austin. So maybe not. <laughs> no, that's a good way of looking at it. But no, that, that is interesting that when we think about Houston's place in the broader world, um, you know, we talk about Houston being a, a global city really uh, on par with some of the biggest and, and most robust cities around the, around the world. The fact that we would be an, could be an independent nation uh, of that scale is really kind of uh, impressive. If you think about it, if you go back 180 years or whatever, we were an independent nation. We were called the Republic of Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Houston was the capital. 
There you go. There you go. All right, Patrick, thanks for joining me for this conversation today. AJ, it's always good talking to you. And, and those who are listening to the podcast, thanks a lot. I, I hope you're finding information useful and, and maybe a little bit amusing. Awesome. And that's it for this episode of Bayou Business Download. Thank you again to PNC Bank for helping make this podcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can do so by visiting the podcast page at houston.org. There you'll also find links to recent data and news updates. Please continue to follow the directives from local health officials and experts. And thanks again for listening to Bayou Business Download.